Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. And where you have it, look at this. About a week and a half of nothing much going on in the world of comic book news. And now in a matter of days, we've just been getting a floodgate of so much that's been going on. Including the episode, the title of this episode, Daredevil Fires the Riders. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. As of things behind the Marvel and Disney stuff isn't going bad enough, especially with the latest shows that's been releasing thus far, we get our beloved superhero and our beloved show reboot, sort of, soft reboot, firing the writers and directors. <laughs> oh, happy days. Oh, happy days. I'm going to explain why I'm actually happy of this news, but I'm getting too ahead of myself here because I've been gone for about a week and a half. I decided today's format is going to be the top five comic book news as of late. And for those of you that don't know this format, I will be starting from the least relevant to the most relevant, with the Daredevil news being the main event of the evening. But before I do, remember guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. It helps me out greatly to all of your favorite people and everyone you know in the world of comic book nerds and geeks and fandoms and everyone in between. And if you want to hit me up in any way, shape, or form, you know how to do it. Go to Mike at voiceofgarcia.com as the email. Email me your questions, comments, or concerns. If you think that you can do better, if you want to have a conversation or anything that you want to spit at me, let me know and I will let you know what it is when I drop it on in the questions and the comments below. That didn't make any sense, but you know exactly what I'm trying to say. I'm going to tell it to you in the next episode coming up. Wow, where do we begin? Like, <laughs> I don't want to even want to beat around the bush anymore because I have so much to say for the episode of the title. But let's start off with number five. Loki Season 2 Episode 1 debuted last Thursday. Today is Thursday, being the second episode debuting. And I have to tell you, a whole lot of nothing has been going on. And I'm slightly concerned. I'm slightly concerned with the... Here's the thing. I've never really, really been a fan of the six-episode format that... Disney Marvel have been producing on Disney Plus. I haven't been a fan of that. And I think a lot of it has to do with the PTSD that a lot of us has been suffering from Game of Thrones season 8. Oh my god, that was such a terrible time. But in my opinion, you can't have a structured TV show as successful as maybe a few of the others rarely when you divide it up into 6 episodes. 
in the first episode last week, and we're not going to go into any spoilers, and I get it, I get it, it's only been one episode, so it's a little unfair for me to even give a review or even my thoughts on this, but I definitely want to give my initial thoughts in saying I don't think the pacing is going to be well for this show. In the very first episode, a whole lot of nothing happens. It was kind of like a rescue mission, so to speak. I fear that in this show for Loki, they're just going to have a lot of filler episodes in the first couple and then rush everything towards the very end. With Loki dealing with Kang and Loki finding Sylvie working at McDonald's, and that's not really a spoiler, that's in the trailer. Maybe have something to do with other Loki variants. But I do admit that I will be looking forward to the buddy cop dynamic between Loki and Mobius. I love those two together. And I think it has a lot to do with Owen Wilson and being great with whoever it is that he's partnered with. Whether it's Luke Wilson, his brother. Jackie Chan in Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. Loki. Um... Oh my goodness, what else, what else has Owen Wilson? He's been in tons of movies. I can't, just can't think of them off the top of my head right now. But Owen Wilson is a fantastic actor. And there's something about his character that you just can't help but enjoy. But in terms of the show itself, I have to say, I know I was very excited with the trailer that debuted a few weeks ago, last month, I believe. And I look at the first episode and it didn't, it didn't hook me. It, it, didn't, it didn't do anything for me. As of yet, I understand we're still early, I get it, and I know some of you are going to be like, well, Garcia, let him cook, let him cook. I am letting him cook. I'm just saying, I, I'm i not feeling what they're showing me. I'm not feeling it. But, after five more weeks, we will review the episode, the the show completely, and then we will see what happens. It is what it is. Coming at number four in the next news topic, the Fantastic Four has finally been casted. And we don't know who they are until the SAG after strike thing is finally done. Which actually today, breaking news by the way, I feel like I should have like a breaking news jingle. Dun 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 <laughs> I'm sorry guys. Um yeah. The the deal has been going and the deal has reached a screeching hulk. A screeching hulk. Oh my goodness, I can't even talk right now. The deal between SAGAFTRA and the AMPTP has reached a screeching halt because the studio execs do not want to give up two percent of their company revenue for actors. Two percent. They don't want to give up 2%. It's like, just... Why am I not surprised? What? Just why? Why am I not surprised in any way, shape, or form? This... Coming Monday, I'm going to explore this a little bit more. Trust me when I say, believe that. I'm going to explore that coming Monday's episode. Because I definitely want to look more into this and fill in the details. But, as I said, let's get back to the task at hand. The Fantastic Four has been casted. We have no idea who the cast is until after the strike thing is done. And maybe they will release it in the next couple of weeks. But I don't know. I, I, I The fact that they're already changing multiple directors and they're changing writers at the same time, which is a foreshadowing to today's main event, 
it is what it is. This is the fifth time that they're going to be doing the Fantastic Four. And I have to be honest, I'm not really a big fan of them. I understand they're the first Marvel family. I get that. And I understand that they're near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. But despite how bad the, you know, last few movies were, I kind of enjoyed the first one. Not the first one from the 60s, but the first one in terms of Jessica Alba and Chris Evans and, you know, the guy playing Reed Richards, I forgot his name. The guy playing Ben, I forgot his name. But I actually enjoyed them. To me, they're kind of like guilty pleasures. I do understand the flaws, especially in the second one. I get the flaws, but I guess I'm basing it on nostalgia. And if I were to rewatch them, I'm like... All right, well, a whole lot of nothing happened. Doctor Doom was awesome. Doctor Doom being as menacing as he was, even though he barely did anything, he was kind of awesome. I think I just like the actor portraying as him. But I have to be honest, I just don't care for the Fantastic Four. Maybe as the time gets closer and we do get an awesome trailer, and maybe if the movie actually turns out to be good, then I'll change my tune. But until then, it is what it is. It is what it is. Coming at number three, we got Jason Momoa. Apparently, it's reported that he tried to get Amber Heard fired from Aquaman 2. Yeah, he tried to get Amber Heard fired from Aquaman 2. Listen, guys, for those of you that think that this is an unprofessional thing from Jason Momoa and then he's dressing up as Johnny Demp to fuck with Amber Heard's head, let's be clear here and let's be honest here. While I don't call for the demise of certain people, so to speak, you have to admit, she kind of brought this upon herself. We all saw the documentary from Netflix. We've been following this news for over a year between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And the fact that this woman, a narcissistic C-word, I don't want to say the C-word because I don't want to get canceled here on my own podcast, a narcissistic C-word, she's a bitch. She is a bitch. And I am not surprised in the least bit that Jason Momoa wants her to, to leave the set and wants her to get fired and possibly get recasted. Let's be honest here. This is the last movie of the DCEU. The last movie of the Snyderverse. The last movie of this specific universe before James Gunn finally takes over completely. And they know. Jason, James Wan, the directors, the writers. They know this movie may fail because of the fact that Amber Heard is still in it. So it's not enough in the viewer's eyes, in the audience's eyes, that her scenes are actually cut. And maybe when the movie finally comes in before Christmas time, that we're actually going to get a watered down version of the movie. But at the same time, can you blame them? Can you blame them after everything of what's been going on? Amber Heard is has became one of the most despicable human beings in Hollywood still going. So the fact that we saw a few frames of her still in the movie and the fact that they couldn't replace her completely is, what can you do? What else can you do? (laughs) There's a lot of people that are not even going to be bothering watching this movie anymore. 
They know it's going to fail. They know that it might fail. So I don't blame Jason Momoa at all for kicking Amber Heard to the curb on this one. I really don't. And it's sad because I don't like to call for the cancellation of anybody. Because we all, we, it depends on who you are. But, you know, we still have, we're still human beings. We still have families to feed and so on and so forth. But come on now. I have no sympathy for her in any way, shape, or form. Especially with how she destroyed Johnny Depp's life. And I get it. I get it. There are two sides of the coin here. And possibly Johnny Depp has done something to her as well. If you truly believe on the things that she says, you know. My dog stepped on a bee. (laughs) Without these glasses, I cannot see. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, I love that meme. I I love the 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 TikTok meme. People are just ruthless. Oh my god, we're ruthless. Oh man, let me continue on. This next one is kind of a two-parter to the third. After Jason Momoa, we have believed, or we are inspected to believe, that he is going to play Lobo for the DCU. That there's a strong chance that he's going to play Lobo for James Gunn's DCU. Now. We know, finally, that none of the actors are going to be reprising their roles for the new DCU. James Gunn already came out and said that nothing happened in the DCEU is canon to the DCU events. So we know this. The DCU is going to be its own thing. It's going to be its own universe. It's going to be its own franchise moving forward. And Jason Momoa is going to play Lobo against Superman, possibly in the Superman legacy, hey, I'm all for it. I think he would make a fantastic Lobo. Someone that kind of is kind of like Deadpool, likes to joke around, likes to, you know, get with, you know, jab at Superman from time to time, be like a menace to him, but it's kind of an anti-hero in a way. And I feel like Jason Momoa would do a fantastic job. Now, this also confirms and debunks Gal Gadot saying that she's going to come back as Wonder Woman 3. And let's be honest, I never really believed that it was even happening to begin with. I know we had our speculations a few weeks ago, but I just I just don't see it happening. I really don't. Not to mention Gal Gadot with the whole thing with Rachel Zegler and the fact that Snow White is not going to be saved by the prince. You can't really put a lot of stock and merit to well to what Gal Gadot says. Let's be honest here. And on top of that, James Gunn did not confirm that Wonder Woman 3 was still going to be happening. He never confirmed that. He nor Peter Safran ever confirmed anything about it. Never confirmed in any way, shape, or form whether this movie was going to be happening or not. So... In my opinion, good riddance. <laughs> if we're going to see Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot and, you know, a few of these actors coming back, they're not going to be reprising the role. They're probably going to be better characters with better storylines, maybe playing, you know, better characters. I know I already just said that. We're going to have something fun. In James Gunn, we believe James Gunn is our lord and savior. Oh, man, I'm beating around the bush here too much. That's all we have for the first four pieces of news. And here we are for the main event of the evening. Daredevil firing the writers. 
And you know what? Let's take a small break, because we'll come back right after this. You know, I keep on going over this over and over in my head. And even though the news literally just broke last night, sometime around yesterday, and we have to think to ourselves, how did this happen? How did we even come to this? And why did it take so long for this to even happen? It's no coincidence. I, I don't know if it's a causality I don't know if it's a correlation or maybe it's a coincidence that after the writer, the writer's strike concludes, excuse me, the writer's strike concluded, now this happens. I can imagine being Kevin Feige, the head of Disney Marvel for over a decade that we have just been giving our audience, the fans, amazing content pre-Endgame. Pre-Endgame, everything all the way up to Endgame, everything near, a good 90% of it, was damn near perfect. It was perfect. We had the perfect structure, the three-act structure of Phase 1, 2, and 3. Individual stories, characters that you can relate to, characters that you love, that you're rooting for. We had an awesome villain. We had the plot points of the Infinity Stones, the Infinity Saga. Everything happened in between. And it was just fucking awesome. You can literally look back on any one of those movies. Yes, there are a few dumpster fires. Thor The Dark World, Captain Marvel, Iron Man 2 and 3, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, we had a few dumpster fires. But then, as a whole, as a whole, we enjoyed it. And then, and then, things just took a downturn for the worst. The release of Disney Plus happened. We've gotten a few shows, many shows to be exact, from WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Moon Knight, the terrible She-Hulk, and the god-awful Secret Invasion. That has to be the straw that broke the camel's back. For Kevin Feige and others in the higher-ups to literally look at what they have so far, and for Kevin Feige to say... This is not good enough. We are pulling the plug. We we have to literally restart this from scratch. I'm sure they're going to keep some scenes and some shots that have already been shot. And they're going to keep some things here and there. But in terms of the entirety of Daredevil Born Again, they have no choice but to scrap the entire thing. For Kevin Feige to look at this in an objective way because of the ridicule that he and others have been facing these past few years, they know their content has been has been literally trailing down like crazy. It's been falling like never before. And I come to realize the shows have had no showrunners. I did not even know this. Lately, the shows have been having no showrunners, no one in charge of overseeing the projects and the storytelling and the writing. You know who's been literally taking in charge of all of that? 
executives, people that are business like minded individuals that only cares about a profit, that only cares about just showing content, but not showing the storytelling behind that content. They are the ones that have been in charge. They are the ones that have been literally giving us mediocre bullshit content. I want to read to you to this. This was a report from Hollywood Reporter. They're the ones that reported it first, then Variety reported it next, but Here is an excerpt, okay? So bear with me, and here we go. Fewer than half of the series' 18 episodes had been shot, but it was enough for Marvel executives, including Chief Kevin Feige, to review the footage and come away with the clear-eyed assessment the show wasn't working. So in late September, Marvel quietly let go of head writers Chris Ward and Matt Corman and also released the directors for the remainder of the season as part of a significant creative reboot of the series. The Hollywood Reporter has learned the studio is now on the hunt for new writers and directors for the project. If that doesn't tell you everything of right then and there, I don't know what is. Daredevil had an awesome seasons, had awesome seasons. Marvel Netflix stands on its own merit, excluding Iron Fist, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, The Punisher, and The Defenders. They had something that was completely different from the MCU. They had something grounded. They had something realistic. It was graphic. It was violence, but it felt real. It felt very realistic to the point that some fans actually preferred the Marvel Netflix shows over the MCU. Some, not all, I get it. And then, with Daredevil, each and every one of them being canceled on a high. Every single one of them getting canceled on a high because Disney needed the acquisition back for the characters so that way they could interact with the events of what's been going on with the MCU. When I reviewed this a few years ago, I was actually excited. I was excited for certain characters to actually intermingle with the characters from the MCU. With Daredevil and Spider-Man, we've gotten that. What if Jessica Jones had a snarky comment or would refuse to work with someone like Tony Stark? Granted, he died now, but what if Jessica Jones actually had a problem working with... I don't know, maybe some of the female characters and how awesome it would be, how their dynamic would be. You know, just little examples here and there. When I I remembered this, when I reviewed this and the whole connection between them, this was pre-Endgame. We're now in post-Endgame where everything pretty much went to shit. In the past couple of years, there's no mistake about it, The content has been declining drastically and every single one of us has been like, you know what, we're out. We're out, my guy. We're out. We're done. We're done with this bullshit. We are. And then come to find out that Disney Plus has been hiring, not even hiring, but has been getting their executives, their executives, no showrunners, no one in charge of the projects, no one in charge of actually seeing, hey, This is shit. We need to do something else. The fact of the matter is, and I'm going to be blunt in saying it, what they've been doing as of late is not 
working. It hasn't been working for a while now. So I applaud Kevin Feige for making the ultimate decision to look at this and go, this is not good enough. We need to do something about it. Because the last thing they want to do is ruin Daredevil. That's the last thing they want to do. If you think that some fans were already out in prior to this, imagine how it's going to be after they watch Daredevil and they go, this is not what I signed up for. This is nothing like the Netflix TV series that we've seen. Nothing like it. We're out. We're done. That's it. And maybe I'm talking about this specifically because Daredevil is my third favorite superhero of all time. And for many others, it's kind of the same thing. It kind of reminds me of what happened with the Batgirl situation with Warner Brothers. I'm sure someone in the higher-ups looked at this, looked at the footage, and go, this is shit, we cannot release this. Now for some, I understand. Something is better than nothing. And I agree with you. I do agree. I agree to an extent that we'd rather get something better than nothing. But let me ask you this. Would you rather get no content over shit content? Would you rather have it being canceled because it's like, no, this is going to destroy our reputation. Granted, they released The Flash, but that's something else in its entirety. Like, that's, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm drawing a blank on that one. I have no idea. But for them to say, you know what, this isn't good, we're going to, pl- we're going to pull the plug, it shows now that... Maybe there is hope for Marvel TV to actually progress moving forward. What they've been doing as of late, and I have another quote here. They're moving away from limited TV, I'm sorry, they're moving away from limited series format and into multi-season serialized TV. What they've been doing as of late is they've been having TV shows nearly like what they've been doing with Marvel movies. When they fail to realize is that TV and movies are structured completely differently. There's a reason why certain shows from years ago and prior has been and always will be created differently. It's a different audience. It's a different format. It's a different structure. So when you look at shows like She-Hulk and Secret Invasion and... Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and so many others, you can look at it and go, yeah, there are guys that are working behind the scenes that have no idea what the hell it is that they're doing. Maybe they're new. Are they incompetent? Maybe. Or maybe they truly do believe that they're doing the best they can. But there's no one in the higher-ups, there's no one above them that goes, yeah, this is good, we'll, 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 get, we'll post that. This is good. We'll show that. We'll put it on Disney+. Plus. Quality over quantity every single time. I am happy for this news. I don't care if it takes another year. I don't care if it takes another two years. I would rather get a cooked, 
well-made pasta than just a bowl of bland spaghetti. I don't give a fuck if that's a terrible analogy, but you understand what I'm trying to say. I would rather have them take their time, their effort, their energy to make an awesome Daredevil, regardless if it's a soft reboot or not. I would rather take the, for them to take their time to work on the show and actually deliver high-quality content than for us to get another She-Hulk, another Secret Invasion, and another bullshit movie that we've been getting th- thus far since Marvel Season uh, Phase 4 and Phase 5. Is this a phoenix rising from the ashes? Perhaps. Perhaps. And only time will tell in terms of what other content that we're going to see coming forward. But I will say, Kevin Feige, I salute you for this. I do. Daredevil will be put on hold and we'll see what happens next. And that's all I got to say about that. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, go to voiceofgarcia.com and go all the way to the bottom of the page to write down your comments, questions, news, concerns, or whatever the case may be. Or email me directly, mike at voiceofgarcia.com, and I will answer any one of your questions coming up for next week we will be back monday where we will talk on what's been going on what the hell has been going on and the greed the greed of the studio execs and what may happen with sag aftra what's been going on or what may happen with the actors moving forward are we going to get certain content back or is everything being put on hold I'm going to have to have more time to literally dissect all of this further, but come Monday, we will talk more about it, and there it is right then and there. Have a great weekend, guys. Stay safe out there. I unfortunately will not be attending Comic-Con this year because I'm still going to be working a golf tournament, which, you know, it is what it is, but hopefully I can attend the AnimeCon sometime I believe it's in November if I'm not mistaken I don't know if it's passed or not but I will definitely look into that and uh, we'll see what happens but sucks that I'm not going if you are going have a great time please be safe do not harass each other you know just just be safe out there you know just just be safe As always, guys, when it comes to comic book news, movies, games, shows, whatever the case may be, always remember, if you hear about it, and you read about it, and I talk about it, controversial or otherwise, stay safe, till next time, I'm done, I'm through, peace out.